Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 102. We are continuing our study of the Feast of Israel, the appointed days, the sacred Moed. God has an appointment. He has an appointment with us every day. He has an appointment with us every hour. He wants us to be conscious of his presence with us. But there are special times when God says, I want you to set aside a period of time where you will fast or you will celebrate or in some way or another, you will focus on who I am and what I've done. And so God set aside for Israel certain times during the year, concentrated periods throughout the year, when his people were to set aside time to not do mundane and ordinary things, but to concentrate on who he is and what he's done. Now, these were also to be teaching times, teaching times not only for the individual who is leading the special appointed time, that is the father or the priest or whoever it is, now it would be a rabbi, but these are to be teaching times for every individual. From the father all the way down to the children in age, there is to be a teaching of the things that God has done to pass on to the next generation. And so God set aside these rituals. Now, rituals have their purpose. Sometimes we want to throw out the baby with the bathwater and not do traditions and rituals, but things that help us to concentrate on who God is and remember what God has done, they have to be repeated over and over and over again, just like in every other area of life. If we think we're going to teach our children one time an important truth, and they're going to remember that from now on, then we are fooling ourselves because that's not going to happen. Repetition is the mother of learning, and so God wants us to continue all the time, every day, every way, to teach our children. But there are special times of the year when God told ancient Israel and modern Israel and tells the church of Jesus today, when you come together, I want you to do certain things, and I want you to remember me during these times. Now, those were ordinances and orders for the people of Israel. It is the orders for the church of Jesus today. And last couple of days, we've learned about Shabbat, which is to be a weekly observance that God has set aside for his people to rest, to do something that is different than what they had done for six days in their ordinary work, and to remember that he is the creator and the sustainer of all of life. But then God says, I want some concentrated time in the spring of the year. At the beginning of the summer, at the end of summer, in the fall time after harvest and during harvest, I want you to remember what I've done. And then God allowed his people down through the centuries to have a couple of other things, a couple of other times that are mentioned in the scriptures to observe that Jesus himself observed that get us into the wintertime period. Because you see, the longer we live, the more we need these things to remind us of God all year round. And so the first of all the year was the month of Nisan or Aviv. It was springtime. And I personally believe this is when Jesus was born in the springtime. 
if I was a guessing man, which I am not, but I'm going to give to you when I personally believe this is not scripture. This is based upon research. It's based upon times of the year and seasons of the year and so forth. But this is not scripture. This is what Tony thinks. And so there's a big, big difference. It's different worlds, light years, universes away. But I believe Jesus would have been born around the first of the year, the spiritual year, because he is the beginning of all things. And so that would have been in the first of the year before Passover. He would have been set aside and brought into the home when the lamb would have been on the 10th. And that's exactly what I believe about the Messiah. And maybe I can go into that someday and why I believe that he was born in the springtime during lambing season and hence the swaddling of the baby lambs and the swaddling of the sacrificial lambs. And that's why Jesus was swaddled as he was and laid in a manger. But that's for another day. I want to talk to you about Passover and just introduce it to you, and then we'll get into it more over the next couple of podcasts. And so I want you to understand that Passover originated in the book of Exodus, even though we're going to go to Leviticus 23 shortly. Let's begin in the book of Exodus. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. Remember, they had been in bondage now for a period of years, uh, not when they first went to Egypt. Because Joseph had prepared the way, he was the prime minister of Egypt, and he prepared the way for his father and his brothers and his family to come, and they lived a life of privilege. But then the Bible says there arose a Pharaoh, a king who did not know Joseph, and things started to go bad because of the blessing and good hand of God upon the people. And this is what God said would happen when he told Abraham in Genesis 15, you'll be strangers in the land for 400 years, and in the fourth generation I will bring you out. So Exodus chapter 12 says, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. So this is the beginning of the year. It starts in the spring, and that would be the normal time to start it, of course, and not at the winter solstice as we do around that time, which we would call January 1 and the end of December, but rather in the spring of the year when everything is coming back to life and it's a new beginning. And so he said, It will be the beginning of your months. It shall be the first month of the year. And it's named two things in the Bible. It's called Nisan, N-I-S-S-A-N, and Abib, A-B-I-B. And you take the dot out of that Hebrew bait or Beth, and it becomes a V. So sometimes you will hear it called Aviv. Aviv, Abib, is the word for spring, not a spring of water. That's Ein, but rather a springtime season as a beeve, as the beginning of the year. And it shall be the first month of the year to you, and you shall speak to the congregation of Israel. Now, this was while they were in Egypt. On the tenth day of the month, every man shall take to himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of persons, according to each man's need. You shall account for your lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the month. So they were to take this lamb in, and they were to get attached to it. They were to love on it. A little lamb is the most precious thing on earth. 
And for four days, it stole their hearts, and they developed a personal relationship with it. And then on the 14th day, it was slaughtered for sacrifice. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. Twilight was a very specific time. In the Old and New Testament, it started about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's when the sun has begun to set, and it is a different time of lighting. Many times twilight or dawn is when pictures are made because twilight gives you that soft light. It's the beginning of the end of the day, and that's when Jesus was crucified at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's very specifically told in the New Testament. That means that it was twilight. And so that's when the lamb of Passover was to be killed and you to take some of the blood, put it on the two doorposts. That's the side post that run vertical up and down a doorpost and on the lintel. That's the crossbar at the top that holds everything up and says it's to be done where they'll eat it. And then they shall eat the flesh on that night roasted with fire and with they're to eat unleavened bread with bitter herbs and they're to eat it. Do not eat it raw nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. You shall let none remain until the morning and what remains until morning, you shall burn it with fire. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist on, and sandals on your feet and staff in your hand. Hands, you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. The reason was the death angel was going to kill the firstborn. It was the last of the ten plagues to get Pharaoh's attention. That indeed happened. And so you have this development of what we call the Passover ritual, the Passover moed, the appointed time. God said, I want you to teach your children down through the centuries to never forget that I was the one that allowed them to go into Egypt to preserve them. I brought them out with a strong and mighty arm. Don't let them ever forget it because it shows the great faithfulness of God to his people and it shows his strength and awesome power over not only the elements of the universe, but also everything that goes on on earth. And so that's all the time we have. I've been going almost 11 minutes. Sorry for the overtime, but we're going to look at it again tomorrow as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.